peace of our Lord be with you. Those who go out weeping will come home with shouts of joy. Every three years, the lectionary places in the path of the church that verse from today's psalm. Words which capture in a single, simple sentence the deep and abiding, strong and enduring, relentless and incurable hope that someday God will wipe all the tears from every face and joy, not pain will have the last word. Or as this morning's psalm says, those who go out in tears will come home in joy. All of which is beautiful to ponder and hopeful to believe but all of which must be spoken in ways that are so rigorously careful, to be so meticulously truthful, that they ring true not only on the happiest and most optimistic ears in the room, but also on the saddest and most disappointed ears in the room. The rest of the world, the rest of the world that is driving up and down Ridgewood Road right now, can lapse into a glib and easy way of speaking about joy if it chooses. But we are not the rest of the world. We are the church of Jesus Christ. So we don't get to race to embrace joy without first stopping to face the pain which is so deep for so many. The good news is, because we are the church of Jesus Christ, we have the time and we take the time to sit truthfully with the pain of life. Because until we have sat truthfully with the pain of life, we cannot speak credibly about the joy of life. And in most lives, there is plenty of both.
pain and joy. Joy and pain. As Mrs. Soames said in Act Three of Our Town, looking back across the pain and joy of her life from the vantage point of heaven, my, wasn't life awful and wonderful. Truer words have rarely been spoken. Almost every life is plenty of both, awful and wonderful. Sometimes a sea of joy punctuated by islands of pain. Other times, a sea of pain punctuated by islands of joy. What the poet Mary Oliver captured in her tiny verse, we shake with joy and we shake with grief. What a time they have, those two, housed as they are in the same body. Indeed. Isn't it so? Earlier this week, I prayed my way one more time through our church roll. A to Z now, thanks to Lauren Clark marrying Eric Ziegler. <laughs> Abel, Adams, Aiden, Alexander, Aldridge, Allen, Woolley, Worley, Wyatt, Wiley, Yates, Yelverton, Ziegler. In most of those 420-something homes, there already has been and always will be plenty of both. Pain and joy. Because that is just the way life is. For all of us, we shake with joy and we shake with grief. Because life is both awful and wonderful. And not just once. And not just for one or two reasons, but over and over again for as long as we live. I cannot think about all this without remembering my late great friend Bobby McCord. Despite the fact that he was an amazingly sophisticated, successful person in the business world, my great 
giant friend, Bobby McCord, like myself, grew up in a decidedly non-liturgical religious world. So the first time Bobby walked into his church over in Georgia and saw an Advent wreath adorned with three purple candles and one pink, he found the first deacon he could locate and declared with no small degree of indignation, can this church not afford a matching set of candles? <laughs> Though I myself was only newly initiated into the ways of the liturgical church, I took my friend Bobby aside and sat him down and explained to him that three purples and a pink is a matching set of Advent candles. Purple in Advent as in Lent. A reminder of the bruising pain of repentance. And pink, the liturgical color for joy upon which Bobby McCord declared that three purples and a pink is, after all, indeed, a perfectly matched set, not only for Advent, but also for life some pain, and some joy. Pain will have a word with us, but the promise of this morning's song is that the last word will be joy. There will be in our lives no lack of sorrow and trouble, struggle and pain, not because God planned it or sent it or willed it or allowed it, not even because God is that way, but because life is that way. And we will have to have one another, the family of faith, to face it and bear it and, and make it through. But finally, ultimately, eternally, our relentless and incurable hope is that those who go out weeping will come home laughing. Or as one wise soul once said, things will not always hurt the way they do now. God will someday wipe every tear from all the faces of the whole human family. And every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea 
We'll sing glory to God and hallelujah together forever and ever. All of us. Us and the rest of us. Warming our hands at the same flame. The stubborn, relentless, unquenchable, endless, eternal, everlasting light of joy. And sometimes, even now, you can feel it. Praise God. Amen. As we come to the close of this hour of worship, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church during this time of response.